Stallone, beloveds. I'm so glad you're here with me this morning. It is the 27th of Adar today and the second day of our week. Here in Tennessee, we got up to 19 degrees, which does not at all feel like the beginning of spring. However, we know in Tennessee, any it's the place where you can have all the seasons in one day, or at least in a couple of them. I'd like to say good morning to all the family that's joining me here. Good morning, Betty. Good morning, James and Maria Isabella. Good morning, The Test 247. Good morning, Andrea and Wire Wool. So blessed to see you guys here. And my husband, James says it was 18. I thought it was 19. Either way, that's too cold. Uh, 32 in Denver. Well, that's a lot nicer. And 25 in Arkansas. Uh, James and Maria Isabella have 55 in Florida. That would be nice. Uh, and Betty's got 41 in Texas. So we're all a little cooler than normal. I feel like that's, that's a lot cooler <laughs> than this time of year normally is. I'm just so blessed with all of you here to gather for this morning manna. I've, I've got a, a wonderful message from y'all. He wanted me to remind all of us about, um, but first I would like to say a prayer real quick to get us going. Yahweh, we praise you and worship you, our King of Kings, Elohim above all, Father, Creator, Sustainer. Though we stumble and fall, you are a good, good Father to grab us by the hand and pull us from the depths. We pray, Father, for your will over our lives. We give you, Yahweh, all the glory. We pray for the family here and across the world. You know all needs. We lift them all to you for your will and intervention in the various issues. And we have faith in your miracles always. We pray for the nations. We pray for the unbelievers to become believers, for eyes to be opened to your Torah and hearts to be softened to obedience to you. We pray your Sabbath and Moedim be observed by all, that businesses and jobs recognize and give Sabbath rest to your believers and allow time off for feasts. Father, we plead for the ability to keep these holy days as commanded. Search our hearts and see the desire we have to walk in your ways. We love you, Yahweh and Yahusha, with all our heart, soul, mind, and might. We love the Ruach HaKodesh, our comforter that you sent to be with us. Father Yahweh, we pray these things in Yahushua HaMashiach's perfect name. Amen. And I pray these things right now because we do have um, many that have to fight to be able to keep Sabbath, to be able to honor it as we're supposed to, that are struggling because... Um, the ways of the world don't don't want to give a day off to celebrate the father's Moedim or his set apart days. And we truly have to start raising these petitions and prayers for everyone, whether we have it or not, whether we get these days off or not. There are those out there that are fighting and struggling with broken hearts, you know, trying to keep a roof over their head and decide, is it worth losing my job? 
You know, we're to take this in prayer to Yah. And when he searches our heart and sees the desire that we truly want to follow him, I believe he gives us those days. He makes a way. I've seen many miracles. I've read many stories about how people had, you know, been up against a wall at their work where they're just like, no, you're not going to get it. And they prayed and they had others pray for it. And then the next thing you know, the boss comes to him and says, well, guess what? So-and-so moved to this time and you can have this day off. So let's be in prayer for each other. Let's let's lift each other up and especially those that are in their hearts desiring so much to be able to keep these Sabbaths, to be able to keep the holy days of, of Yahweh. And let's lift them up so that y'all can hear us and, and help them, make them away. So what the Father wanted me to talk about today is how you delight him. You delight Yah. He loves you so much. He thinks you're as beautiful as we think this sunrise or sunset is. And this person here, he loves you individually as much, each one of us, as if we were the only one. And so often I think about, even if I was the only one, Yahushua would have still had the love to hold himself to that cross to to give up his life for me and the same for you. Even if it was just one of us, he would have done that just for the one. Uh, good morning, Asia. Sister, so blessed that you're here. Thank you so much. So I think today is a great day to talk about something beautiful, something amazing and magnificent. Something that I pray puts a smile on your face, a spring in your step, and a praise song in your heart. I pray that you have that every day. <laughs> we live at the delight of our Father. We breathe at His will. He woke you and me and anyone else who woke up today because He chose it. He chose you to wake up today. Our Father desires to bless us, to draw us close to Him and give us shalom. He truly is with each of us every second. It may just be my opinion, but I believe he smiles with us. He laughs with us, maybe at us sometimes. I laugh at myself. He delights that he made us to be exactly what we are. And if you don't think that he has uh, a sense of humor, I would say go look up a duckbill platypus because I'm pretty sure there was some humor in the, the making of that. Good morning, Jennifer. Blessing, sister and sister Nina. Good morning to you as well. I'm praying for all of you um, and so glad to see you. So I love his sense of humor. I know he has one because he he definitely had a sense of humor when <laughs> making me I love to laugh. I'm a, the class clown and comedian, I guess you could say, but he does have that. He smiles at us and I see it. You know, we get so sidetracked and how easy is that right now to be sidetracked? And that's what the adversary wants. He wants you looking here and looking there and worrying about this and that. But I say, you know, stop, take a second, Take a moment, take a time out and just sit and think about this relationship that Yahweh wants with us. We get so hung up in that humdrum madness of daily life. It's like a being a, on a wheel, like a hamster on a wheel. You know, it's easy with the working, the cleaning, the cooking, you know, then you go to bed and get up and do it all over again. 
everything we do. So what do we do? Often our minds are a million miles away or like mine, trying to remember what I came to this room for right now. I mean, seriously, how many times can you go into a room and think, what in the world am I doing here? <laughs> do we take time? Do we take time to remember that our Yahweh is watching us and he's taking delight in us? I know most of the world lives as, as self-centered as it possibly can get. If, if I watch TV, you, that's all you see in the commercials and ads in the magazines, you can see it, it really can't get any more self-centered than what it is. Boasting in yourself, lifting yourself up, you know, exalting yourself, the makeup, the hair, the clothes, the, the drive and the stress to try to be perfect. And the perfect that people are trying to be is not the perfect that Yahuwah created us to be originally all things did the will of Yahweh. And if creation is now subject to vanity, someday it will be delivered into the glorious liberty of the sons of Elohim. And Yahweh's will shall be done on earth as it is in heaven. I reflect on that verse so often. Yahweh's will shall be done on earth as it is in heaven. Meaning right now, Yahweh's will is being done every single day in heaven and on Shabbat the angels are keeping Shabbat perfectly with those of us that keep it. I love that thought and vision. It, it really gets James and I both to, to think about that on our Shabbat that right now in Hashemayim they're, they're worshiping and having their day of rest. They're worshiping Yah and having their day of Sabbath with us at the same time. And that's truly amazing. In Revelations 4.11, we read, You are worthy, O Yahuwah Eloheinu, to receive glory and honor and power. For you have created all things. And for your pleasure, they are and were created. We were created for his pleasure, for his delight. Every single thing here that we see. And that's something we forget. We had a very good beginning, right? In Genesis 1.26 through 131. And Elohim said, let us make, let us make man in our image after our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So Elohim created man in his own image. In the image of Elohim created he him. Male and female created he them. And Elohim blessed them. And Elohim said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. And Elohim said, behold, I have given you every, every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth and every tree in the which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed to you. It shall be for food and to every beast of earth, and to every fowl of the earth, 
and to everything that creeps upon the earth wherein there is life. I have given every green herb for food, and it was so. And Elohim saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. It was very good. It was very good. He's saying that about his creation. All of it. <laughs> the man, the woman, and everything else he created. He looked upon it and it was very good. We were very good in his image, in his sight. So I wanted to look at that word delight. Delight. He delights in us, right? In Strong's H2. 656 means it comes from, it comes from the root word we're going to look at here in a second, H2654. But the hefetz means pleasure, hence desire, concretely a valuable thing. You're a valuable thing. A matter as something in mind, acceptable, delight, delightsome, desire. Things desired matter, matter, you matter, pleasant, pleasant, pleasanter, purpose, and willingly. So this comes from a root word, which is a lot of the same. It's just spelled a little different. Ha, hafetz, where hefetz is the first, hafetz is the root, the primitive root. And that's properly to incline to by implication, literally, but rarely to bend. So delight could be to bend, but that's rare. Figuratively, to be pleased with, to desire any at all, have, take, delight, desire, favor, like, move. I like that. It, it's, he moves us at his will. And that's, that's where I got here was, it's his will, his delight in us. He delights in us at his will. And I absolutely love that. Your will be done, Yahweh. Your delight be done, Yahweh. And that's what I ask for every single day when he wakes me. And I know when he wakes me, when I wake up, that it was at his, his decision that that happened. And Psalms 1-2, but his delight is in the Torah of Yahweh. And in his Torah, he meditates day and night. That's where our delight is, right? It's in the Torah of Yahweh. In Psalms 73, 25, and 26, Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is none upon earth that I desire beside you. My flesh and my heart fails, but Elohim is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. We are to have that desire to be beside him, that delight in him, that will. We want his will over our lives. Absolutely. If you need some encouragement, I say here it is. You, he is delighted in your life. Our image equals yod heh vav -Heh and Messiah. Absolutely. And Nina says here, he made beast and man both on the sixth day. We have to overcome the beastly nature of our flesh and choose the fruit of the spirit over the beast nature. Absolutely. Every single day, it's a battle, right? 
to fight against our flesh. And, and it, that's a great way to think of it. It's beastly flesh, because if you give it just a, a little snack, it just takes off like a ravenous line. It wants to devour everything. So we have to keep that beastly nature at bay. We've got to be in the word. That's how you do it. So in Psalms 37, 4, delight yourself also in Yahweh and he shall give you the desires of your heart. To me, that is desire the will of Yahweh. And I know we pray it so often, but we have to have this like ingrained within our being that we are submitting. Get rid of all your wants, needs or desires that you're thinking about. I need this. I need a bigger house. I need a nicer car. I need clothes. I need this. Just desire his will and he will give you the desires of your heart. If you're just desiring him, if you're delighting in him and seeing him for what he is in your life, which is everything, he will make sure that everything that you need and even desire is given to you. I really feel that way. He has blessed me immensely. In Psalms 37, 5 and 6, commit your way unto Yahweh, trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. That's an action. We don't just think it or pray it and then go about our lives. We have to commit it into our being. We have to have that trust, which is an action. Trust isn't just a word. It's an action. It is something you do where you hand him the situation and you don't take it back. It's his. You're trusting him because then he can bring it to pass. Because if we ask him for something that, and then continue to worry and stress about it and try to find solutions on our own, we're getting in his way. Sometimes the best thing we can do is just get out of his way. Give him your problem and get out of his way and let him do what his will is. Because I promise you it's to prosper you and not hurt you. Continuing in uh, Psalms 37, 6, and he shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your judgment as the noonday. In Psalms 37, 23, the steps of a good man are ordered by Yahweh and he delights in his way. As steps of a good man are ordered by Yahweh, that's giving him, giving up to the desire and the will of Yahweh. And he delights in that. And we can delight in the path while we're doing it, honestly, because you're going to feel shalom. You're going to have a shalom like you can't even explain if you can just give it up and let him take every step that you need to let him guide every step that you need to take. In Isaiah 61.10, I will greatly rejoice in Yahweh. My soul shall be joyful in my Elohim, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness as a bridegroom decks himself with ornaments and as a bride adorns herself with jewels. And we know he has clothed us in the garments of salvation because Yahusha came to cover us in that blood of salvation, the redeeming blood of salvation. And he is now, right now, preparing a place for us in our father's house. And I can't think of anything else uh, that I can, uh, that could bring me more delight and joy in my life than to think of him 
right now, having each of us on his mind, each of us on his lips as he's preparing a place for us. So we are his delight. None of this would have happened if we weren't. We wouldn't be the wonderful, beautiful, funny, charming people that we are if we weren't made to delight at his delight. In Proverbs 12, 22, wine lips are an abomination to Yahweh, but they that deal truly are his delight. They that deal truly. In this, this also tells me this is part of controlling your flesh. Our words should only be speaking life. Our words either need to be guarded to speak life or hold your tongue so you can't say anything that makes you fall away from being his delight, right? Because lying lips are an abomination. And that word abomination, when you read that in scripture, pay attention. That's not just a, oh, he doesn't like this. That's serious. That's something we need to you know, repent for. That's why it's so, so important that your words either speak life or you hold your tongue. In 2 Corinthians 12, 9 and 10, And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Mashiach may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distress for Mashiach's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. I love this. I absolutely love this. these verses. And I have brought them up every week for probably three weeks. Yahweh just keeps pressing me. Yahusha keeps saying, remind him of this, because we fight so hard to be strong. We want to be strong. But you know what? I say in our weakness, he's made strong. So in our weakness, that is when we can just say, this is yours. I absolutely give this situation up to you because in my weakness, you are strong. We don't have to try to be strong all the time. We really don't. I love this test uh, 247 says, I can absolutely testify that a problem shared and brought to his feet in prayer is a problem resolved. Our Yah is a merciful and loving L. Amen. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. He will fix the situation and he will give you shalom while you're waiting because you know what? His time is different than ours. Yah's time is he is beyond time. He, he is outside of time. And we need to understand that. That which constrains us here does not constrain him there. James says his yoke is so simple. It is. And it was twisted and perverted by man in the world so that people want to say or think that it's tough walking into it, that it's tough. And I say to you, it's so easy and it's such a blessing. Your life will be blessed. The minute we started keeping Shabbat and keeping it right, 
blessings started coming as far as having shalom, as far as the stress melting away, the worry, the anxiety, the fear, because we were joining the father for a whole day. And like I say, sometimes my Sabbath feels like it's been a week of vacation because he makes it that way. He gives you so much shalom and rest and and comfort that it literally feels like a mini vacation every week. And if you do it once, it's addicting. You can't wait for the next one. I call it surviving to Sabbath. That's that's what the week is for me. I'm surviving to the Shabbat. In Psalms 112, 1 through 10, hallelujah. Blessed is the man that fears Yahweh, that delights greatly in his commandments. Are we delighting in his commandments as he delights in us? That should be something that's written on our hearts constantly. His seed shall be mighty upon the earth. The generation of the Yasharim shall be blessed. Wealth and riches shall be in his house and his righteousness endures forever. And to the Yasharim, there arises light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. A good man shows favor and lends. He will guide his affairs with discretion. Surely he shall not be moved forever. The righteous shall be in everlasting remembrance. He shall not be afraid of an evil report. His heart is fixed, trusting Yahweh. His heart is established. He shall not be afraid until he sees his desires upon his enemies. He has dispersed. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn shall be exalted with honor. The wicked shall see it and be grieved. He shall gnash with his teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked shall perish. James says here, his Shabbats are a delight. Absolutely what I was saying. Just, I can't even express. I don't even know what word fits enough other than we are just so blessed by the Father. We are just immensely blessed. And I wanted to end with Matthew 6, 5 through 6, 13 as a reminder, not only that we are made at his delight, but at his will. And when you pray, you shall not be as the hypocrites are, for they say, for they love to pray, standing in their synagogues and in the corners of the streets that they may be seen of men. Amen, I say unto you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, enter into your closet. And when you have shut your door, pray to your father, which is in secret. And your father, which sees in secret, shall reward you openly. But when you pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your father knows what things ye have need of before you even ask him. After this manner, therefore, pray ye, our father who established Yeshua, in the heavens, exalted is your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done in earth as in the heavens. Delight. Give us this day our daily bread 
and forgive us our transgressions as we forgive those who transgress against us. And lead us not into the evil inclination, but deliver us from the outer darkness. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Your kingdom come, your will be done. And we see in the word delight, uh, hafetz, that it's the will of Yahweh. It's the will of Yahweh that his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And brothers and sisters, there's coming a day when that will exactly happen here. And we need to keep in mind that we are here at his delight, that we have a purpose every single day. And even if darkness closes in around, we have joy, shalom, and comfort and delight in the Father. We have so many reasons to be blessed, to feel that joy of Messiah. And Messiah is joy. He is. He gives you that joy right straight into your Ruach that can sustain you every single day, no matter what you're going through, no matter what trials we're walking through. And he delights in us so much that he's given us each other. And we are a family here. We are part of the body of Yahusha. And I thank you for being such a blessing to me and to our ministry of Yah. This is his ministry. And we absolutely are just so thankful that we have this, this ability given by Yahweh to use the adversaries different devices to bathe it all in the truth and goodness of Yahweh, because Yahweh is a true, loving, and good El, the best that there ever is. And he loves you so, so very much and delights in you. So today, I hope you smile. I hope you smile at everyone you see, whether they're happy or not. Share your, your, your knowledge that you are a delight and so are they. And I love you guys so much. And I bid you shalom.